Good morning, everyone. It's Lee Henson, president and founder of Agile Dad, and it's time for today's episode of The Daily Stand-Up. So without any further ado, let's get started. Today, I wanted to talk to you about something that was recently brought to my attention. I work with lots of different companies, and there's still an effort, it's my understanding, for people to work under the assumption that the Scrum Master can still do multiple things. And I think there's a clear misunderstanding about the responsibilities of the Scrum Master. But I guess the question became, can a Scrum Master also be a Scrum Master slash project manager slash business analyst slash uh, utility knife slash, you know, best friend slash vice president slash CEO slash, I think you see where I'm going with this, right? And what I'm finding disturbing more than anything is that people feel like, well, this is perfectly fine because the Scrum Master doesn't have a whole lot else to do, right? So I guess what I want to cover today is, can a Scrum Master do multiple roles or should a Scrum Master do multiple roles? And when is it appropriate and when is it just completely out of bounds? So here's the breakdown. If you're in a large organization, a Scrum Master should have three tiers. You should have a level one, level two, and level three Scrum Master. These Scrum Master levels or tiers, if you will, are directly associated with the number of teams that the Scrum Master governs. So Scrum Masters first off are associated with teams and not associated with products or projects. So if a Scrum Master is a tier one Scrum Master, that means they're brand new, just starting out, just getting, you know, uh, just getting the feel for what they need to do. And they should then be associated with one team, one Scrum Master, one team. There are oftentimes where a Scrum Master uh, has a year of responsibility or more, and they start to really feel confident working with one team, and they want to take on a second team, in which case they have the bandwidth they could and should take on a second team, and that brings them to a Tier 2. A Tier 3 Scrum Master is one who has multiple years of experience under their belt, and they are ready to take on a third team, could even potentially possibly take on a fourth team, but we don't want them to. This is where they prepare to become a solid Agile coach. This is where they prepare to do the things that they need to do in order to be successful as a coach within their organization. And this is where instead of starting to divide their attention, you hone in and focus their attention greater so that they can learn how to do some of the more advanced coaching and coaching stance techniques that are necessary for them to become a really powerful Agile coach. So with that being said, I think a lot of people, when they see that transition piece, where someone's transitioning from a one to a two, or someone's transitioning from a two to a three, what they see is a lull in activity of the Scrum Master. And it's not necessarily a negative lull, it's just a lull that um, causes them to appear to not be, to, to not uh, appear to be not as effective as they could be, let's put it that way, because they could be doing more, they could be taking on more work, and why aren't they, right? And I think that sometimes when we, uh, when we see this, we often make the mistake and say, oh, well, they're not doing as much as they could. You know, we need to give them more work. So we're going to find other responsibilities for them. In large organizations, this tends to be a problem more than small organizations. Instead of trying to find them more things to do, what we should do is, you know, ask them how confident they are with their teams, interview the team, see if they feel like they're getting the best service from a Scrum Master, and see if they can become eligible for an advancement up another rank. Um, in small organizations, however, in startups or in really small companies where the whole company is 10 people or less, I have seen times where someone has to step up, even a director has to step up and be a scrum master. You know, if there's just not enough people in a company to figure things out and to justify having, you know, a full-time scrum master, my recommendation typically is allow someone on a team to step in and do that responsibility, at least part-time. 
uh, as opposed to a manager or leader. But I do find that in real small organizations, it's just the way it is. People have to wear multiple hats. And I guess if you are in that kind of situation, then you need to figure out what the best workaround for you is that's going to allow you to really benefit from the Scrum Master role without having uh, too many responsibilities that dilute what the Scrum Master does. So in this situation, what I most commonly see is someone's taking on multiple responsibilities. They're focusing more on the other responsibility and the Scrum Master responsibility and they're not being effective. And therefore, Scrum doesn't work because your Scrum Master isn't effective. <laughs> and, and it just makes sense if you figure it all out. Your Scrum Master is not effective because they're doing all the other things. So I guess in a nutshell, what I'm trying to say is, can a Scrum Master take on additional responsibilities of another role? I suppose they could in a real small organization, but it's not necessarily common or best practice. Uh, can or should a Scrum Master take on responsibilities um, of another role in a large organization? My answer is absolutely not. Um, should a project manager automatically be shifted over to become Scrum Masters? My answer, once again, is absolutely not. The sets of responsibilities are completely different, and oftentimes we don't realize that. And when you just try to slam that square peg into the round hole, it just doesn't make sense because they're used to doing two different things. So I guess uh, the, the whole crux of this podcast episode is that I think we need to learn more about what a Scrum Master does and why they're important and focus on the roles and responsibilities of a Scrum Master so that we're not asking them to do things that would be considered out of line or out of bounds from what they're doing today. Well, I wanted to keep it short and sweet. It's a hump day, so happy hump day to all of you out there. Make sure you take advantage of the hump day challenge for uh, on the Agile Dad uh, LinkedIn page. We're going to have one of those. We have one every Wednesday. And tune in. we got some more exciting episodes for you uh, planned for the rest of the week. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.